Welcome to Got Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. I am Deirdre Koppelman here with that magical man, JG, the co-host John Gassman. Hey, JG, what's up? Everything is good. Everything is good. You are listening to Gut Wisdom. Gut Wisdom will make you think and will leave you with real solutions that you can use in your everyday life, work, home, love. Love. Well, I don't know. (laughs) Everywhere. You know, JG, trusted relationships are super hard to come by for some, and yet it's so much easier for other people. So true. In my personal and professional life, I would say that trusted relationships are hard to really come by. Is that because you're a skeptic? Yes. Yeah. What does you it know, feel like I think, to be a I think skeptic? to some of it is because I have judgment. And trust can't be built where judgment is present. Oh. So you admit that you have judgment? Yes. Always? Were you always like that? 96.34% of the time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm the opposite. I don't show up with judgment. I show up with trust. Maybe too much. And that's why we make a great team. <laughs> well, what are our listeners going to hear tonight? Oh, we have a special guest. Joining us tonight is Leslie Grossman, Mm -hmm. a friend to both of us. Yay, Leslie. And an expert in leadership and relationships. Yeah. Well, you know what, JG? There's no doubt one of the ingredients in the secret sauce 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 you from New York (laughs) (laughs) well in that sauce of life you know of success having trusted relationships is so key and Leslie who's um I think adjunct faculty at GW Center for Excellence in Leadership Vistage chair TEDx speaker Mm -hmm. I mean she is she is really this is going to be amazing she's an author two books yeah and her experience in trust and creating trusted relationships will certainly help us and it'll help our listeners too and we're going to get back here with leslie right after this break you're listening to gut wisdom get the news you need whenever and wherever you need it follow wcbs on twitter and like us on facebook you can even listen to wcbs on your phone with live streaming and audio on demand with the cbs local app stay connected with your favorite news radio station all day long when you need to know wcbs has you covered Welcome back, everyone. And if you're tuning in for the first time, you're listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. And I'm Deirdre Koppelman, along with your co-host. <laughs> Who are you kidding? JG. What? You're not Deirdre Koppelman. I'm and not. I'm, no, and I'm not JG. I'm Thank Deirdre goodness. Koppelman. You're the re- are you will the real I- De- <laughs> Deirdre stand up? Are you having an identity crisis? I hope not. You know, I don't know if you could even fit into my clothes, JG. Definitely not. I eat too many donuts. For sure. Anyways, we have a great show tonight. If you're tuning in for the first time, we are all about providing value to our listeners. Uh, Deirdre is the CEO of Paracore Solutions. I'm the CEO of uh, the Gasman Financial Group, and we are out there helping people and companies get the best out of their people. All right? Yeah. And why are we doing this show? To bring those lessons, to bring the lessons, to bring the wisdoms to the listeners, because everybody should benefit from what we've learned. It's about paying it forward. Yeah. From the playground to the boardroom. That's our motto. Yes. Right? Yes. How you doing? Saturday night. Saturday night, and I'm not going to sing. How's the traffic? It was awful. You know, I'm leaving on vacation. You'll be alone. Hooray. Oh, sorry. Boo-hoo. Yeah. I'm going to miss you. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not even going to tell anybody what I'm talking about till we get here. Next week. Next week. Okay. Well, what are we doing tonight? Who well, do we tonight have? Well, tonight we have, first of all, tonight we're talking about building trusted relationships in a world where there's so much, It lack, the world today lacks authenticity. There's so much fake 
stuff out there, whether it's fake news, fake relationships, people you think are your friends. They're really not your friends. That's the worst. And uh, yeah, and if you really think about it, go back to when you were growing up. How many real friends do you have? You know, think about Facebook for the moment. I have uh, 10,000 friends and you don't have 10,000 friends. You have 10,000 followers, maybe. Hmm. You only have a handful of friends for the most part. That, that's what I believe. So anyways, tonight we're going to be talking all about building trust and trusted relationships. Notice how quiet I am because in our trusted relationship, when you call me- Do we me, have one? You, I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that some other time. Well, maybe we'll talk about that with Leslie. Should we oh. bring her on? Let, let's bring her on. And you know she wrote a great, she has two books. Did you read the book, Link Out? She talks about how everyone should have their own entourage. Yes. I what w- does I would that like mean to- and where do you find the people to yeah. include in your entourage? So let's bring her on. Come on. Okay. Leslie Grossman. Yay. Welcome. Well, thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Really excited. Is it strange to be here with us? It's wonderful to be here and wonderful to be able to share all this great stuff okay, with so, the world. So get ready because you don't know us as interviewers. I don't. Mm-hmm. Prepa- are you prepared? Because we have some serious Wait questions. Wait a minute. Interviewers? I thought you said this was all about interrogating. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that light over her head. Yes. So, Leslie, welcome. Question. Yes. Are you ready? I am ready. Building trusted relationships, as we've just been talking about in a world where everything seems to be fake, the fake news, fake websites, fake designer watches, fake relationships. Is trust, in your opinion, is it really like a possible, Can you? is it out there? It's definitely out there. It is there for the taking. In fact, everyone needs it. Everyone needs trusted relationships if they're going to move forward with their career or their personal life. But... Digital stuff has gotten in our way. Mm -hmm. Yes. The phones, the texting, the emails, people have forgotten how to build a trusted relationship Hmm. because the conversations have disappeared. You mean you can't build trust by tweeting somebody? Not really. (laughs) Not really. What's interesting is that there's almost a fake sense of trust, right? Aside Mm. from what is not true in terms of what's out there and, and can be, you know, Uh, I would say, you know, misrepresented. I think it's also in some ways social media, it, it, there's a lot of people that I think you trust without even knowing. I almost, you know what I'm saying? Not, not in a, that you meet them and you know them, but think about all the kids out there and kids, you know, I'll, I'll include adults as well that start having relationships and conversations with people online or sharing things online. Um, and because they almost feel safer behind a computer. But it's not building a relationship. Clearly. No, it's definitely not. And if anyone wants to move forward, and we all do, right? When Starting when you're young, with your career, with your jobs, and as we go on, we need to learn, we need to relearn how to have conversations again. Yes. How, and that through the conversation. Yes. And through certain ways of having a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's how you begin to build trust. You so mean, it's possible. By, so the, oh, yes. Yeah. It's definitely possible. And um, you you have that trusted relationship. Who does? Who? You, you two have it. What are you talking about? We do. Well, all right. It you appears so. I don't know. It appears so. Maybe it's fake. Yeah. JG, is it fake? Yeah, I think it's fake. I don't think there's anything between us. <laughs> okay. There, there's no relationship. We're not. There's definitely. 
You took a pause. See, I, did. I know. It was a pregnant pause. Yeah, so I know. I had to non- look at you because you gave me the finger again. <laughs> Would you like me to teach you how to have a relationship again? A Could trusted you? relationship? Uh, that would be, that Absolutely. would be fascinating. Oh, this is therapy time. <laughs> it's always therapy time. Well, this applies to everyone. Yes. Go ahead, JG. I, I could see you're, you're just busting to ask Leslie a question. I was going to ask about the book. Go ahead. Can I? Yes. Because I started be- before, but you interrupted me mm-hmm. as usual. Mm-hmm. She always interrupts. You know, in your book, Link Out, yes. which is, it's your second book, right? Mm-hmm. What a great book. I loved it. It talks all about the network, how everyone needs an entourage. And I thought that was such an interesting word. So, you know, when we talk about having your own entourage, first of all, what does that mean? And also, where do you find the right people to include in your entourage? Great question. And I want to first define entourage because I have given entourage a new meaning. Although, who wouldn't want to have an entourage, right? Uh, Deirdre travels with an entourage of people (laughs) when she goes out on Saturday nights. All right. But (laughs) this is a new kind of entourage. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. This is an entourage that is a collaborative entourage. In other words, if you're in my entourage, I'm also in yours. We are in each other's entourage. And what does that mean? We are supporting each other. We are helping each other. We are there for each other because we trust each other. Wait a second. So are you saying it has to be reciprocal? So when JG is running around Vegas as the chief entertainment officer and he's got his entourage of, quote, friends, right? If it's not reciprocated does that mean it's not trusted relationships that's right they're takers that's right it's got to be in two directions and that's what builds that's how you get the trusted relationship you're helping each other you know the celebrities interesting they have the one-way entourage for the most part totally yeah Yeah. yep but you know there's one show where celebrities that actually have the new kind of entourage and that's the kardashians if you ever watch that show they are always there for each other, and they're there That's for their so friends. True. They're not just about themselves, although one would think so, be, uh, but they really th- are they there have helping entour- each other. But they have an entourage, and it's the entourage that Leslie's describing, which is very different. So, and I think going back, let me just finish this thought. When we had Andrea Gould, Dr. Andrea Gould Marks on last week, and she was talking about how important you know, the support, uh, having support around you is... Um, in in life, obviously, it's interesting. I I think that having so hmm, I like this concept. Yeah, it works. But then you have to okay. Then the next step, you ask me, where do you find your entourage? That's and then the next step after that is how do you create that trust so that you've got that collaborative entourage? How do you know who's right? How do you know if you've picked the right? Oh, people? that's easy. You give them an assessment. <laughs> Don't, we have assessments for everything. We have the reciprocal entourage assessment. We should make TM. one up. <laughs> we should make one up. Ha- um, so but how, seriously, so, because yeah. I, yeah. I... Deirdre attracts. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm going to interrupt because, you know, my entourage that I hang out with when I'm out and about is different. I know it's a one-way entourage. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know what it's all about. The takers, I'm a giver, mm-hmm. but we're all going to have a good time together. Deirdre's entourage, it's all about her giving. They don't give anything back, and she doesn't see it. Mm. You know, she's one of those, like, let me help. And she gets so far down the road, so deep, that she's wondering occasionally, what is it that I'm doing that I'm not getting 
the reciprocation. Well, I might be obvious. Maybe I'm picking the wrong people to be in my entourage. So my question to Leslie is, how do you know when you're developing this new age right definition of entourage how do you know who's the right person to be in the entourage who are the right people how do you get, how do you know well you it takes a little bit of time not a lot of time but a little time it takes having that conversation and i'm happy to share with you how you have that conversation well, and yeah. how you figure it out are, will you share that with us yes tonight i absolutely insist on sharing it tonight okay so hold that thought okay jj what yes. do you think about that how many do you have an entourage? I have different types of entourages. So, you know, Is I that have, like entourage? Uh, yeah, yes. It's like Target. I shop at Target. You know, I have an entourage. So uh, anyways, but I, I have different types of entourages. I have rela- personal relationship entourages. These are the people I love hanging out with and doing things with. Mm-hmm. And then I have a business entourage. They're not my personal friends, and sometimes they're the same. So I think I break up groups into different Mm -hmm. entourages, Hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Go ahead, Les. What I want to say is that that's fine what you do, but I've actually gotten it to the point that my friends and the people I socialize are all part of that collaborative entourage I'm so, you know what? I'm so glad you said that because as I was listening to JG, I was thinking, wow, maybe there's something wrong with me because I don't have it separated No, you make your friends, your friends are your clients and your clients are your friends. There's no differentiation between the two. It's true. Yeah. Is that a bad thing? No. No, it's not a bad thing. As long as they are in the client situation they have to be giving to you and they have to there has to be that trust that you can talk about anything with them that you well, can ask them for help and they can ask you for help sometimes in that business client relationship it can get a little sticky and you wouldn't want to do that necessarily that's right and you know what that's what vistage is about is creating that that whole entire that's true environment of an entourage but for for our listeners who don't know what vistage is do you want to just give it a 20 second what it is no not at this point we're going to fill them in later so i I do want to hold the thought and stay tuned and we'll be back after a short break to talk about a couple of things but let's share with our people that are listening you know all about the june 14th event yes we have this live event it's going to be at the WCBS uh, Adorama Theater, and we are going to have a chock-full evening full of amazing CEOs and listeners. If you'd like a chance to get some VIP tickets, email me at dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com, not while you are driving. (laughs) And um, Also, let's talk about our book. Yeah. You know, we've gotten a lot of great feedback yeah. about our book, Say Goodbye to Drama. Yes, right? I, and I love when you say, J.G., let's do this, and then you look at me because you really want me to talk. Look at your smile on your face. Absolutely. You're like, let's do this. Yes, yeah, so if you'd like to figure out, learn quickly how to get rid of drama in your life, whether it's personally or professionally, our book is out. It's on Amazon, and maybe we'll give away some five free copies. Email I love me. it. How's that? I love it. Do you? Yeah. All right, 10 free copies. Okay. You have permission. <laughs> 10 free copies. Stay tuned. Come back. You're listening to Got Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. 
Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other. At Play.it, you can hear your favorite WCBS features on demand. In the WCBS Eye on Politics. I'm Pat Farnack with the WCBS Health and Wellbeing Report. I'm Steve Greenberg talking about your next job. Hear those and more from WCBS when you need it. Plus, great content from other CBS stations. For the best in news, sports, business, and tips for your lifestyle, go to Play.it today. Hey everybody, we are back and you're listening in to Gut Wisdom Radio that resonates on WCBS News Radio 880. I'm JG, along with your host, Deirdre Koppelman. John Gassman. Yes. Are you JG tonight or are you John Gassman? Call Who me whatever, you? I'll be whatever you tell you me You seem to be. so happy tonight. I am. We have an amazing show tonight and yes, it's all do. about Leslie Grossman's concept of how do you build trust with others. And the concept of having an entourage and the new yes. sort of defined, def, you know, what, what an entourage is and sort of what it's what it used to be and what it's not now. Right. And I was sharing right before I cut everybody off, I mentioned something about Vistage, or the way we're speaking tonight, vistage, you know, entourage. (laughs) And Vistage is a very unique organization. I think they have about 20,000 members. But what it is is a peer-to-peer advisory group for business leaders, CEOs. It's a place where they can go once a month in a facilitated manner and share things that are difficult to be shared outside of that that room. Uh, This is where... Leaders get to be vulnerable. They get to share things that are going on in whether it be their personal lives or their business lives. This is where they get advice, counsel, and perspective from outsiders, people that have no skin in the game other than to see them succeed. Well, and they, they act as trusted advisors. Yes. And, and what other. I think I found valuable over the years was that they became my entourage, you know? So it is a very, these are people you become friends with and uh, you develop relationships with like no other. I mean, this is where you undress. You open, everybody has to open their kimono. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Stop that. Oh, you don't like the visual? Really? No. Okay. Let's forget that part. So, Leslie, (laughs) let's talk about, you know, because you're a Vistage chair, right? Yes, I am. And that is an entourage. So, can can you share a bit more about it? How do you build trust and what that does? Absolutely. And interestingly enough, I wrote the book bec- before I became a Vistage chair. And I think that the reason that it resonated so much with me was because it was, it, it created that trusted relationship without having to go through the methodology that I teach everyone. Interesting. Which is, really, there's certain things that we've forgotten in conversations and even in networking. You know, people go networking and they want to meet people to do business with or maybe to have uh, some kind of relationship with. And they go in there and they feel they have to have their elevator pitch and then they start talking about themselves. Well, well, isn't that the sort of way of I'm doing networking, I'm doing this to get something as opposed to give something? Exactly, Deidre. And The whole idea between building a relationship is giving and being interested in the other person. Yes. And actually, most people that don't like to network, they don't like to network because they don't want to talk about themselves. Guess what? They don't have to talk about themselves. Wait a minute. And and you know what? Leslie, you know, what's interesting about you, and I think a lot of people don't know this about you, is they think you're an extrovert and that you're really out there. And I think you're more introverted. You're an interesting introvert. 
if there's such a thing. It looks like a and light bulb just like went off in his head, and here we go. Right. Well, and it could be, but I'm also an interested in other yes. person, people. Yes, that's true. Person. And when we are curious and interested in other people, yes. we begin to build trust. Yes. So, so how do we then make the time to get these trusted relationships started and keep them going? You know, with the people that we already know or in at work or otherwise, all of a sudden shift the burden, become the questioner, become the person who asks the questions instead of the talker and become the listener. Mm-hmm. Start getting involved with people in organizations. If you're not a member, I always tell people in the professional world, if you're not a member of at least one and really better is two professional organizations, how can you build your entourage, right? You meet, you should be yeah. joining organizations that you're interested in Well, so or you care about. Well, I, right. That's where I was going because making time to get and or keep created, uh, keep these relationships going, you know, it could be through a volunteer organization as well. Exactly. What matters to you? Because you'll find like-minded people that care about the same things you do. Mm -hmm. And those could very well be people that also have commonality even in your career. Mm -hmm. Remember when the recession hit and everybody was out of work back Uh, in 2008? Yeah. And the reason (laughs) most people were out of work was because they had done their jobs and never got out there to build relationships. The people that had relationships with other people in other companies had no problem finding a new job. Yeah, because they knew how to network and how to connect. And they had those relationships existing, and they were recommending them. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so critical for every reason. Leaders all have entourages, the new kind of entourage. That's how they get to... I'm sorry, just for our listeners who may have just tuned in and didn't hear the last segment before the break, what is the new meaning of entourage. The new meaning of entourage is a collaborative entourage where everyone helps each other, cares about each other, contributes to each other to help them all be successful. It's not in one direction. It's back. It's a circular Mm. And you're linking out, which is why my book is called Linked Out. You're always linking out to create links between people. So even one of the things that an entourage does is they link out and introduce their entourage to other people that they trust. Mm -hmm. And so the entourage becomes bigger Mm -hmm. and the connections become bigger. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you have a lot of people that you can trust in your world. But it takes conversations where you're showing interest in other people, not just talking about yourself. So what? Okay. And that's you, Dee. Well, yeah. So I'm I'm not going... You have a big entourage. uh, I don't know that it's... You add value to so many people's lives. Stop blushing. Don't don't be so humble here. Accept it. I'm laughing. Accept it that you're great and that you add a lot of value to people's lives at work, Personally, I, think- <laughs> I see how many emails come flowing. I see, I hear what you do, and that's why you have a big entourage. Y- y- okay. I'll, You're I, trusted. My question I, is, I, is it a collaborative entourage? Well, that's, that's what Not I want to get to. That's what I want to get to. The, I, and thank you, JG. That's very nice of you. And I care so much about people, and I am such a giver. And I have a very good friend, Stephanie Walco who actually, who I saw earlier in the week and has told me this uh, for the many years now that she knows me. And she has said to me, you know, 
you're not discriminatory enough with who you give to, mm. right? So in business, I'm in a service business. I'm servicing clients, business owners, their employees, uh, job seekers, you know, depending on what the situation is. So as a service provider, if you're a really good service provider, you are a giver, okay? In the friendship, relationship, you know, family, I am a giver. I don't think twice about doing for somebody else, ever, ever, for nothing in return, zero. I don't know necessarily that I have surrounded myself with that sort of circle. I mean, I have clients, there's no question, that are unbelievable, who would do anything for me. And that's because I would do anything for them. So yes, that's true. I guess yeah. it's true. That's the entourage. True. Exactly. But it's not every single person that I come into contact with. It's not because there are a lot of takers out there. Totally. There are people who are like, how can you help me? That's right. And I know that, and, and I'm sure this has been both your experience and I'm sure out the listeners also have had this experience. If you're a giver, you know, and you're interested in other people and at the end of the conversation, the other person, if they're not asking you about yourself, mm -hmm. if they're not saying, tell me about you now, mm -hmm. and if they're not saying to you, now how can I help you? That might not be that collaborative person. Yeah. I would love to hear our listeners' stories. If a listener has an interesting story that they could share with us, please email us at dk <laughs> at gutwisdom.com. Yes, I always give Deirdre because I'm about the phone. I give better phone than I give email. So I like to call. connect. Okay, so, so if you want to call us, call Deirdre at <laughs> 212-481-6060 and you'll get Deirdre. I won't tell you the extension number. Oh, I don't mind voice giving my trick. extension, but I was, I'll was i give your extension. Okay. Anyways, back to this point that yes. we're making. Do you agree? Disagree? <sighs> I, I really think that... Well, the, and if you look at leaders, they get together. Think of any of them. Think of uh, Bloomberg or, you know, uh, Tim Cook. Yeah. These leaders, they get together periodically, yeah. and they have an entourage that is collaborative. Yeah. They help each other. Yeah. It's not in one direction. They're They're not alone out there. So would you say a family should act the same way as an entourage? Well, a family Even more so. Aunt family should yes, but if, they don't. They don't always. Why? Well, that maybe they haven't been asked too. That's another thing. You know, when those givers out there, we have to learn how to ask for support. Yes, we need. It's not, and sometimes we don't guilty. ask. Guilty, I'm guilty. See, so how do we know? Maybe if you get rejected from people after you've asked, then you say, cross them off. They're not in my entourage. But we have to sometimes say, you know, I could really use your support here. I, can you introduce me to so-and-so? Oh, my gosh. Can you do yeah. this? Can We have to I learn to do that. And, okay, you, know, and I, you know what? Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to interrupt here because that is such a – that is so poignant what you're, what you're saying. I mean, it resonates so much. Sometimes asking for help, people will, you know, just jump in and want to help, but you've never asked for help before. However, so they don't think you need it. And that's the way you build a relationship. Wait, I need to add something. Because yes, ma'am. From coming from my perspective, I do not ask a lot of people. Never. Uh, no, sometimes, but yeah, not a rarely. lot of people. And I will tell you, the people that I that I will ask in the few times that I do are the people that have made it really clear and easy for me to ask them, because like you, Leslie, we've had conversations in you know over the last year at least, and there isn't a time where you don't you know, show up as this genuinely interested, authentic, 
big hearted person where you listen and you really, it's obvious that it's true, that you care. And when you say, how can I help you? I know, I don't feel bad asking you for help because I know you really want to. Not if, you know, there's no quid pro quo. Right, but but, yes, but what I'm saying, Jonathan, JG, is that some people, if you want to help others, you have to also put it out there that you are there to help people and ask, Mm -hmm. hey, how are you doing? Need any help today? How can I help you today? That's right. Because that just makes it easier for somebody who may be reluctant to ask for help to feel more comfortable doing so. Yeah, I know. After I've had, I I I have a lot of conversations with people. I go out you think? and help. Yeah, <laughs> how many people? Do and you so help? <laughs> I'm always interested in learning about them. I'm kind of I practice what I preach, of course. Sure. But I always know at the end of the conversation if the person says to me now because I've offered to do things for them, I always do. And if they say afterwards, now Leslie, tell me what I can do for you. When they say that to me, I say, bingo. Yep. I've got a potential entourage member right here. I love that. <laughs> I love yeah. bingo. It doesn't I happen have a all the time. Entourage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So here, here, I have a question. Yes. Since JG and I always battle, and I don't know if anybody knows this, but you know, he gets very like warm and fuzzy on the air with me. But there are in other real times, life, I'm totally in, in real life. No. He sh- he slams doors in my face and and is not always so That's nice. So bad to say. Oh, it is. So is there I'm like a, a sabra? Difference? You know, it, sweet on the inside and tough on the outside. I don't know what a sabra is, it's but okay. I can tell you. I'd like to know from Leslie. What's the difference? Is there a difference in how men and women build trusted relationships? Now, don't give it all away. You can you can give us a little bit because then we'll, we'll have to go slice. to break. But just a slice of that. Is there a difference? There is a difference. And then there are some ways that are the same. So is it? it's not entirely like men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Not entirely. It depends on the the situation. Mm-hmm. But one, think of this. Men bond over sports. Mm-hmm. So they could build trust just because they're for the same team and they agree on the same thing. Mm. That doesn't happen with women. Ooh. And that's so interesting women because I would think it would be the opposite. I would think that women would be uh, more trusting and easily able to make and create these trusted relationships more than men. So hold that thought because you know, I think I'm, I'm a little surprised, a little intrigued, JG. But JG, you're such a, you're such a cynic. Don't look at me like that. I told you, trust can't be built where judgment is present, and I am highly judgmental. Huh. I think everybody wants something. You know, you read Why? Adam, Why do you think that? Adam Smith wrote a book, Wealth of Nations. Everybody's in it for themselves. All right. You, you have know? to hold that thought. I want, we, we're going to have to work on this. So, so we have just a few minutes before we hear the news, the traffic, the weather, what's happening on the GW. It's Saturday night. I am out of here, by the way. Crack of dawn tomorrow. Awesome. I'm heading out. Yeah. Vacay. Vac- what do you mean freedom? Freedom. Freedom. Okay. So you're a guy. I'm a girl. I can't wait to hear about how we develop and keep... Uh, what the trust. differences are. Yeah. yeah. Are you surprised that it's easier for men? You're listening to Gut Wisdom Radio <laughs> that resonates on WCBS News Radio. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Can't wait. When you're on the train, it doesn't mean you're out of touch. Listen to WCBS on your phone or tablet. We're streaming live 24-7 with the news you need to know. Go to radio.com or cbsnewyork.com and you'll stay informed on your way to and from the office with WCBS News Radio 880. 
We're back and you're listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. I'm Deirdre Koppelman. You know you've been listening because you can't wait to hear the difference. What we've been talking about tonight, is there a difference between how men and women create trusted relationships and really around trust in general? But here with me tonight, the famous JG, the skeptic who trusts no one. Hmm. JG. Yes. Do you still trust me? How long did it take you to trust me? Oh, it took a a little while. I had to put you through the ropes. I had to see how you would react to certain things. And um, then I said, bingo, you're in the entourage. (laughs) Well, we are here tonight. Well, thank you. uh, And am I still there? Why would you ask such a question? Of course. It's hard to lose trust with me. So once once you trust somebody. Yeah, you have to do something really, really bad. To break it. And I'm the opposite. I trust right off the bat. Yeah, I and, trust people too long. And then the minute you do something that may or may not be kosher, so to speak, I'm sort of like, I don't trust you anymore. Yeah. Okay, let's bring back our Leslie Grossman with some wisdoms. I want to get into this male, female, the planets, <clears throat> Venus, Mars. Is there a difference? Yes, there is a difference. And um, I think that, as I said before, the sports thing, men bond over a lot of things fairly quickly. If they see eye to eye on it, they then that trust begins to build. Now, yeah. that c- trust can also dissipate when they start to talk about more serious things. Mm-hmm. But they can build that trust fast. Whereas women, it takes us longer. Why? <clears throat> well, first of all, our brains are wired differently. Mm-hmm. Men are linear thinkers. They're more, they tend to focus and they look at one thing and they can just go do it. Uh, whereas we are always considering different things at the same time. So we're saying, well, let me look at that. Let me consider that. So it might take us, just because of the wiring, more time. However, there is one thing that we should know. To build the kind of trust you need to build in business, you need to be really getting to know that person deeper. But what happens in the business world is a man that that trusts another guy because they've been hanging out together Mm -hmm. will give him the job. Well, the woman hasn't been hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. So there's no relationship there. So the woman has to go di- mm-hmm. go about differently to build the trust with the guy who's going to give her the job. And that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, there might be some men also that want the job that haven't been in that uh, sports uh, trust thing, that trust circle. Right. And they're going to have to do it the same way a woman does. Yeah. They are going to have to start yes. getting up from their desk and talking to the people that matter yes. in their company. And a lot of times women don't do that. Well, yeah. I think everybody matters. I think everybody matters. And I think about teams inside organizations and not just the management or the leaders. But why wouldn't you look at a team inside a company and create entourages, not clicks, but entourages, people that you know you can rely on, you that, that support you, you support... Yes. Yes. No, you absolutely should. But the the thing is this. Think about women, especially in a corporation. And listeners can think of themselves if you're a woman. Women are obsessed with being perfect and doing their job so well that they feel they have to stay late working instead of going out and having that drink or that cup of coffee with another person that they could build a trusted relationship with. Hmm. And it's so true. And I want to go back in time because some of the work that we've done inside of companies as far as organizational development is all focused on building trust. 
And we worked with a specific client and a friend of mine that he wanted to get out of the way of running his company. He was he was actually the problem, and he realized it. And he said, you know what? I'm going to hire a president, a COO, a general manager. And he met this fellow, and they got along really great. You know why? Because they talked about football. That's right. There was a connection. Mm-hmm. and. He was like literally ready to hire this fellow. There was like an instant bond. I you know, he was that. in the inner circle, this guy. And, you know, the advice by us was, hey, hold, hold on a second. Let's interview Let, him. Right. Let us interview him. We're independent. We're a little more objective. We see things from a different lens than you do. Let us do our job. And we did it. And we put him through. <laughs> I wouldn't call it the ringer. It was an interrogation. <laughs> but you know what? At the end, yeah. and, and we had this big whiteboard. Yeah, we were writing I the pros and this. the cons as we were asking the questions. And we, we this guy couldn't believe the depth and breadth of this interview to the point where when we were done, he said, I'm going to think about whether I want to come on board. And probably, I don't know, maybe a day or so later, he wrote a beautiful email to the CEO saying, I've reconsidered. I don't think I want to come on board. Now, we knew things about him. I'm not going to say he lied, but we were able to get to the heart of the matter that he wouldn't have been part of a good... He he would have hurt the entourage. He was in it for himself. He wasn't competent. He didn't have honorable motive. He was not to be part of the team. Do you remember this? I sure do. And there could have been a woman... Or another person in the in the company that would have been good in that role. Maybe. However, they may never have taken the time to get to know the CEO yeah. in a different way, in a trusted yeah. relationship and again, way. And again, I will say, you have to make yourself available. Right. You have to if put you yourself want, out there. If, if you're suggesting that people go out and, and make those connections... That's right. Approach a CEO. Approach your coworker. Approach somebody in another department. Approach whoever to be part, right? To right, see if maybe right. there's this entourage, this connection. You, but on the other side, you have to look at yourself and you have to make yourself available and approachable. Uh, just like, as I was saying earlier about asking people for help. Some people make it very easy. Even if it's the most difficult to ask, they make it so easy to ask them for help because it's clear, it's obvious it's that they're genuinely interested. But if you're just one of these people, maybe you're an, almost an introverted giver. Why don't you write that down? I'd like to make a uh, maybe do a book on that. An introverted giver maybe is very quiet and maybe isn't out there saying, hey, hey, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. So how... You know, it's not so easy, I think, for some people to go out and approach and connect if they don't feel warm and fuzzy that it's comfortable to do that. That's true. That's true. Now, recently I spoke at a major, uh, major, major medical center to the women physicians. And what I heard from the women physicians was they they go, they work like dogs, of course. Then they go home exhausted to their families, mm-hmm. and they're so stressed out, mm-hmm. they don't take time to build relationships with each other, and they're also shut out. They don't go to the meetings that are held at 7 o'clock where the male physicians do, so they're not getting the leadership positions. Interesting. So they're making the choice, and wow. look, understood. You know, they've got, they want to go home to their families, but women have to realize that 
Maybe I need to get a babysitter. Maybe I need to get someone to cover for me so I can be there at that meeting, so I can have those meetings with other women physicians and male physicians, talk about what's going on so that I can move up in the hierarchy. We have to make priorities. You know, we can't be doing everything. And as one who's done it, I know my children survived me going out. <laughs> In fact, they thrive. They're both leaders. Yes. And we women think sometimes that that's not going to happen and we have to be all things to all people. Well, we have to make choices. Right. So so I love that. So let's dial back a little bit because usually in this last part of the show, we like to give wisdoms, right? Wisdom. So tonight we'll be giving wisdoms on trusted relationships. So, JG, what was the big takeaway? What's a nugget that you think is super important so far that you've learned that is wisdom number one? What would you say it is? Commitment. I I, I think about... Wait, did you hear me fall down? Kaboom! No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Bingo! <laughs> I wish I had a bell. Bing! That was so funny. I think about commitment, and when I think about commitment, the question that I ask or that I would judge people on each relationship, I'd ask the same question, do I believe that this person will do whatever it takes to keep their promise even when times are rough? Are they going to be there for me? How committed are they to the relationship? And then you test them. And that's what I find like at Vistage. You know, are they going to be there or not? Yeah, interesting. Is my business partner going to be there? Right. You know, well, I'm, I passed I, the test no, no, already. No, no, no. You said I, I did. I had one that I I, I got rid of a few oh, partners. That business partner. There was a lack of commitment. Right, right. You know, so that's yeah. a wisdom. Yeah, I love it. Test Leslie, the commitment. Level. Give us a wisdom. Learn to be a good listener, not a talker. Do more listening and less talking, and that builds trust. Yes, and fifty percent of communication, effective communication, fifty percent is listening. That's right. And most of us are busy interrupting while somebody's talking Mm -hmm. and not giving people to giving them the chance to be heard or asking them a question to to learn more about what they're saying. That's how you get people to speak and trust you. They trust people that listen. And you know what? Deirdre has told me on many occasions, JG, do you know why God gave you two ears and one mouth? So you should listen twice as much. Your as mother talking. told you that. I never oh. told you that. <laughs> all right, but all right. I have a wisdom that I think is very important. And it's sort of um, kind of around the scenes. If you know yourself to be a giver and you really do like to help people, I think the wisdom that I'd like to get out there tonight is that make sure people know. Right. If you're shy or introverted or quiet or, you know, you just make these assumptions that people know that they can come to you, maybe, you know, take a take a little leap out and make sure that people do know that. Yes, JJ. Wisdom. Honorable intent or honorable motive is another area that I would judge people on. Mm-hmm. Are people what are people in it for? Is it for themselves or the, do they really have a genuine interest in helping you? And you are a prime example, Leslie, of someone who just shows up willing to literally give the clothes off their back and help people because you have genuine, honorable motives in seeing other people succeed. I do. And guess what? It comes back to me. Yes. You know, givers, the more you give, the more you get. Even when you don't ask for it, you don't have to ask for it. Leslie, would you like to maybe give some books out? 
Oh, I'm happy to. How many? Books. We'll run it. We'll do How it. How many you want? Five? I Let's do five. Oh, if okay. anybody listening would like a copy of right Leslie's book, link out, email me at dkgutwisdom.com. And uh, first five that email me will get it because what happens is everybody emails and I just have to pick by the time the email comes We're in. We're running out of time, but how do people get in touch with you? Oh, uh, Leslie Grossman Connect at Gmail is probably the easiest. Love Terrific. It. Okay, JG, Leslie, thank you. JG, couple, like a minute and so left. Yeah, what do you want to share? So if you've missed any part of tonight's show on trusted relationships, you could download the show and previously aired shows by going to our website, gutwisdom.com, and you'll find it on iTunes and play.it. Mm-hmm. And what else, JJ? want to thank everybody that helped us put together the show, uh, from the people here at WCBS, Bill Tynan, Tom Fenn, Mark Rayfield, uh, Greg Janoff, and Tim Shell, special guy, and of course, our executive producer, Kenya Gibson. Yeah, yeah, so I want to get back to that trust thing, because we still oh. have a minute. I'm oh, glad no. that you thanked everybody, because I know you're avoiding the question. <laughs> And so, listeners, I hope you're laughing because he just went through this whole thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you as fast as he could because he thought he'd run out of time. JJ. I just you, left the room. You, <laughs> What's up? Do you trust? Can you trust more? Yes, I can. I'm going to hire Leslie Grossman to train me. <laughs> I need some help. Jake. Desperately. Yeah. A couple of donuts. That people, maybe that builds trust like pronto like Tonto. A hundred percent. And again, listeners, if you want um, some of our books on how to say no to drama, email me, dkgutwisdom.com. And I think we're ready. I'm going on vacation, so I'll miss everybody. Yay. I don't know who JG is bringing on next week. I don't know what he's doing. I'm afraid, but I'm tuning out. I don't want to know. Exactly. I will be off the grid. I am really taking trust a vacation. I do trust you. And there you go. You've been listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. See you next week.